This is Spin Control, a Fibercraft podcast by a joyful girl. Everybody and welcome to episode 13 of Spin Control. This, of course, is your host, Shiloh. I would like to say a special welcome to all of you who are joining us for the first time, and welcome back to those of you who are returning listeners. I'm sitting down to record this podcast episode for a second time, because when I went to import all my files and do some editing, it turns out that all of my files were corrupted, which totally stinks, but that's all right, because I'll get over it. I'm just going to keep my fingers crossed that I don't babble on and on and on, and that I don't forget anything important. And I guess we're going to start this podcast off the way we always do, and that's with some updates. By the time you hear this episode, Tour de Fleece will have started, and hopefully you're all ready for the event to begin and have been training and preparing and have all your stuff ready. I've been spending quite a bit of time training, and I will talk about that a little bit later in Spinning My Wheels. Be sure, as we are full up in the event, that you take the time to post your progress and what you've got going on in the Team Sasquatch board, as well as on Team Sasquatch thread of the Tour de Fleece board. I know I'll be spending some time over there so I can keep everybody updated on what I've got going on. In addition, it looks like the only other item for update that we have hanging out there is the first ever giveaway that we have on the show. So it is time to announce the winner of the Spring Clean Repurpose Along drawing. To all of you who participated, thank you so much. We had a lot of great entries. We had a tutorial on how to turn t-shirts into little capris, which was super adorable. Some beautiful work with some glass mosaics done in the garden. Of course, we had our t-shirt repurposing and turning that stuff into yarn. And we also had the same with grocery bags. Uh, T-shirts seem to be the most, well, T-shirts and clothes seem to be the most common repurposed item that we had in our event. And I was really, really happy to see everybody who added an entry. And I know I had fun. My last count for T-shirt repurposing, turning those old T-shirts into T-shirt yarn, was 22 shirts. Those have been sitting in a basket in my closet for a couple months now, just waiting to become T-shirt yarn. And I know this event was quite a bit of a motivator for me, and I hope it was for you as well. So without further ado, the winner of our drawing, which was drawn yesterday by Random Number Generation, is Bobalicious for her water bottle insulator repurpose. Thank you again to everybody who entered, and Bobalicious, I will be contacting you by private message to get all your information so I can ship out your choice of market bag and, of course, the book Knitting Green. Well, that's all I've got for updates for this episode, so I guess we'll get this started. This week in Spin a Tale, I thought it would be nice, since it's been a couple of weeks, if we revisited the Rugby Boys. I forgot to mention earlier that my husband had shared a little story with me that brought him a great deal of pride and joy. As it turns out, he is the envy among his friends, and I had no idea till just a couple weeks ago. When they were on their bus trips heading to all those tournaments, I think it was on the way back from the Nationals event that was held in Texas, 
Colorado. I can't remember where it was. You remember, it was just a few weeks ago, but it's totally gone from my mind. Anyhow, they were on the bus, and one of the guys was complaining because his mother keeps giving him handmade gifts, and he thinks that they're awful. He went on and on and on about how he doesn't want any of the stuff that she's making for him, and he just thinks it's awful that people would hand make gifts. And it's horrible, and he hates it, and he wishes she would just stop. Someone interrupted him to let him know that he's crazy, because they wish that they were as lucky as my husband and had a wife that was as crafty as I am so that they could get such awesome stuff. Apparently... Knitters make awesome things, and rugby boys love the products. <laughs> I just thought that was fantastic. It totally made my day that my husband has been bragging on the things that I make him and showing off, like, the infamous beer koozies that I have knit for him and a lot of the other cool little trinkety things, you know, that he can use and keep in his pocket or whatever, and that all of the rugby boys totally wish they had their own. And I just think it's awesome. It's not a credit to me by any means. It's definitely a credit to knitters, right? Am I right? Knitters, crocheters, we kick butt. We're not making frilly little frames or silly little things and trying to pass those off to our husbands and boyfriends, trying to get them to use these items that they have no interest in. We're making cool, kick-ass items that they want to show their friends and brag on. So I just thought I would share that little bit of knit envy that the rugby boys have and how they so look up to my husband and wish that they had knitters in their lives, too. And now it's on to spinning my wheels. Well, as it turns out, the minute that I finished the spring cleaning in the craft room, my crafting really took off, and I was no longer in that rut of preparing for or thinking about crafting. Now, that doesn't run true for every single one of my crafts, but for most of them, I've been pretty busy. Knitting? Yeah, not so much. It's kind of the same, same. I'm working on those same hand-spun socks and, of course, the poor cobblestone. But I promised my husband the other day that it will be done before the weather turns cold. That shouldn't be too hard. But other than that, yeah, knitting, not so much. Not. I mean, I've been taking it with me everywhere. I've got the socks so I can take those with me to all of our little sporting events that we have to attend for the kids. And I've got the cobblestone, but I haven't started anything new. That's going to change dramatically here in the next couple weeks. I've got some big plans, but I'm not going to share those with you today. You'll have to wait. That will definitely be something that's unveiled in the next episode, not this one. In sewing, however, I've really just been kind of screwing around with my fabric collection, which is fine because I like to experiment with my sewing. I've been working on a couple of little bags, little envelope bags, and those are cool and they're making me very, very happy. And I've also managed to butcher another zipper pouch, which was awesome. <laughs> no, not so much. One day, I will make a zipper pouch, and I will carry it because it will be a success. But that day is not today. Very soon. But I have been spending a lot of time getting to know that new sewing machine. I think, hopefully, over this Independence Day weekend, I'm going to get the opportunity to embroider one thing. I don't know what that thing is going to be, and I don't know what the design is going to be, but I just want to get it all hooked up and run a sample through the embroidery function and see what happens. I'm really excited. I think it's going to be going to be breathtaking. I'm going to love every minute of it. But until that happens, that's what I've got planned, and hopefully I'll have something more to talk about on that in the next episode. Now, on to spinning. 
Spinning is the primary reason that I haven't done a whole lot in any of my other crafting. I've been in training. I've been getting ready for the Tour de Fleece. As you know, I have set my goal for the Tour de Fleece of conquering the spindle. That's what I want to do. So I thought it would be a good idea to get some of those beginning frustrations out in advance. And I used that training time to finish off the fat fiber box, which was pretty awesome as well. So in spindle news, I have managed in the past week to move beyond park and draft. I'm so proud of myself. I can spin my spindle and draft continuously until the spindle stops spinning and then start all over again and succeed again. Very, very proud of myself. I am pretty impressed. So in that respect, I feel like I've accomplished a lot toward my tour de fleece goals. My training's paid off and I'm ready to start and I should be able to spin that four ounces of fiber with no problems. We'll have to see how that goes. The spindle I've been using is my first spindle. I have two actually. One's a little heavier, one's a little lighter. The lighter one isn't making me happy. I need to pull out the heavier one probably tonight or tomorrow morning and decide whether or not that one would be better for my goal because the light one really seems to wobble a lot and backspin. I don't like it. It's not very well balanced, but it was super, super cheap. But I think that's because of the way it was made. Like, it's not a brand name. I kind of got it with some fiber that I ordered on Etsy. And, you know, I mean, it really, it serves its purpose, but it's definitely not something I'm going to spin on all the time if I keep up with the spindling. It's definitely making me happy so far. I don't think I'm going to fail in Tour de Fleece. So we are well on our way. Now, when it comes to finishing the fat fiber box, I'm not really going to spend as much time talking as in-depth about the fibers that I've been spinning because it was a lot more of the same and pretty much some very basic stuff like superwash, some merino, some fiber intended to become socks. Pretty boring kind of plain stuff in that respect. However, I think I learned one really important thing about myself that will help me succeed in my future spinning. Beyond belief, it will help me succeed. For some reason, the softer and loftier and lighter a fiber is, the more I hate it. Now, when it's all wound up in a little bat and it's all pretty and wonderful and you're touching it, I love it. I absolutely love it. But the minute I dive into it to try to spin it, I absolutely friggin' hate it. It sticks to me. It gets all over my clothes. I can feel it on my face. It doesn't cooperate. It's everywhere. Ugh. Ugh. It drove me nuts. There were just a couple of fibers that I just wanted to throw in the trash. Not because of the product themselves, but because of how I felt the frustration that I had with this product, even when it was spinning well, it was still getting all over me and I absolutely hated it. I'm not a super fan of alpaca, I know that. It spins up okay and I can control it, but it just leaves fiber everywhere and I absolutely hated it. Oh, it was awful. Blah. So I know that in the future, I need to avoid those kind of fibers in my spinning adventures. Now in my knitting adventures, I'd be more than happy more than happy to knit with some of the fibers that someone else has spun. They're soft, they're luxurious, they're lovely, but I don't want to spin them, and that's all there is to it. So, that's it. I finished the fiber box, and I am ready for Tour de Fleece, and that is what I've been doing in spinning my wheels. Well, for episode 13, it doesn't look like I've got anything to put my spin on this week. I wanted you to know that I am still diving pretty deep into Respect the Spindle, 
And that is something that I really, really, really want to spend a bit more time talking about. And I'm not far enough into it, and I haven't really used the information yet because I've kind of still been reading it in preparation for Tour de Fleece. So during the next episode, the plan is that I will do a proper full overview, a really thorough overview of Respect the Spindle for you as my put the spin on it. But for this week, nothing. Just wanted you to know that I'm still reading it and it is working out pretty well. I'm learning a lot and I'll tell you a lot more about that in the future. So I am going to jump right in to All Spun Up. And this week, I am all spun up about the rotary knife. I know, the rotary knife. It's a pretty, pretty simple item. But during the repurpose along, I used my rotary knife quite a bit, and I reignited my love and my passion for this little tool. For those of you who don't know what a rotary knife is, it is a plastic or metal handled implement that has a circular blade at the end. And that blade is used in conjunction with a cutting board or a cutting pad to slice quickly through material. Now, when I say material, it could be paper, it could be fabric, it could be whatever, packaging material, whatever. It doesn't matter as long as the blade is intended for it and strong enough for it and sharp enough for it. Now, I use mine a lot because I did all those t-shirts and I, yeah, I don't have the attention span or the patience to have cut all of those t-shirts with scissors. So I whipped right on through them with my rotary blade and it was awesome. I would have never done 22 in like a two-day time frame if it wasn't for the rotary knife. I love this item. Mine is a really simple one. It costs less than $10. It's by Fisker and it comes with um, a replaceable blade, which, you know, makes it a little bit more economical. And the blades come in like three packs, I think. But it's fantastic. The blade retracts for safety because, man, those little buggers are sharp. I just touched my finger to it once, picking it up. Like, not even drug my finger across it. Literally, just touch my finger with it, and it bled for like two days. It was awful. But the knife is totally worth it. Thank goodness for the retractable blade. I absolutely love it. If you don't own one, look into them. You can get them just about anywhere, fabric stores, craft stores. They're great little tools to keep around, especially for those of us who work in those kind of crafts where you'll be cutting a lot. It's great. I love it. So, Oh, and you'll need a straight edge or you won't get anything done. So you'll need a straight edge, a rotary knife, and a rotary mat of some sort so that you are not cutting into your tabletops and things like that. So I'm all spun up about the rotary knife and highly recommend them to anybody. Well, it looks like we have come to that part of the podcast again where we spin off. I know it's a little short, but that's fine. We're going to get past that one of these days. But before we get going much further into spinning off, I need to tell you that we need to talk. I think it's about time that we take a little break. Not a long break. I'm not going to start seeing other listeners or anything. I just think we need a little break. That's all. It'll be fine. No, no, no. I'm not seeing anybody else, I promise. It's just you. Just you. So, anyway, just kidding. It is that time for me to take a little tiny break like I said I would when I started the podcast. I figured like 10 to 12 episodes, but it looks like number 13 is where the break will begin. Now, when I say a tiny break, I really do mean a tiny break. My plan is just to skip the next episode. 
So I won't be publishing an episode on the 10th of July, but I will be right back on the 17th of July. No big deal. I've got some company coming in for the Independence Day holiday, and they'll be here for just a little while, so that'll be occupying my time, so there probably won't be much crafting going on, and not a whole lot to talk about between now and the 10th. So on the 17th, I'll be back, and I want you to know that I do have some great things planned for our future. So our little hiatus will not be a detriment to our relationship. I've got some more fun and games here in the future. Not really fun and games. I don't have anything like that planned. But I've been noticing that I haven't been very organized when it comes to planning out the things I want to talk about. I do have some ideas. This July 17th episode, there's going to be a lot to talk about in that episode. It's going to be awesome. I'm excited about it. But I do have some plans for later on in the year, too. And I want to plot some of those things out. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to be working on podcast stuff but not necessarily podcasting for the next week. So I will see you back here on the 17th. Thanks again for tuning in, and I'm glad you guys have stuck with me this long. And for those of you who are just tuning in, it's only a little two-week break. Please come on back on the 17th for episode 14 and see if you like the show. Alrighty, thanks again for listening, and I wanted to send out a special thanks to those of you who went on over to iTunes and submitted reviews, and added some star ratings to the episode. I wanted to let you know that I really think that that's important because it helps future listeners or potential listeners know a little bit more about what they can expect from the show, and it makes it easier for people to find. This week's song is Your Summer Dress by Dirty On Purpose. And as always, you can check the show notes at spincontrolpodcast.com Email me at a joyful girl knits at gmail.com. Catch me on Ravelry as a joyful girl and follow me on Twitter as a joyful girl maid. Thanks again, everybody. Talk to you soon.